In an emergency, leave all cabin baggage on board. He said this is going to be terrible. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Got Baggage, the podcast where we're eager to help each other unpack our mental trunk in front of all of you. And woohoo! This week, we have Dylan <laughs> Allcock back, and we'll be talking about music and anxiety. I, I love how last week we were like, yeah. welcome to season two. <laughs> you will have a batch of new guests. <laughs> and the first Dylan, person Dylan's that back. comes is... A brand new old guest, Dylan Alcock, Um, who's not here yet. He's late. No. (laughs) He's not late. He was was working. He's working. He's going to join us in a little bit, but Dylan's coming to talk to us. He'll be in the studio in about In the studio, in the virtual studio. Anyway, Steph, how have you been? Good. I've been really good. I... I'm over feeling ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm back in counselling now. So, you know, I've sorted some stuff out. Sorry. And I, I... It's not that I feel amazing about myself. I'm not like... In the sense that I'm not looking at myself in the mirror being like, Oh my God, so beautiful. I'm in but love with myself. <laughs> I'm so in love. <laughs> I'm just not thinking about it. Yeah, like it's not important. Yeah, I don't care. Um, so that's really a good thing. That's it. a good thing. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I'm just kind of feeling like I don't have time, which is quite stressful. I feel like oh, I'm finding no, myself having to really organize my days and even the little things I'm having to put on a list, or else mm. I just feel like things are getting messy really quickly. Um, because I'm back in work and then you know I'm back in counseling and. And Saturday I had a really busy day, like I was filming a show reel in the morning and then I met up with a friend uh, in, in the afternoon. <laughs> and then in the evening I went to the circus. So I was just like socializing. Mate, that's with such a, a good day. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's such a good day. But I do day. have a bit of a I do have a bit of a social hangover and I still oh, feel yeah. it today and it's Wednesday. So yeah, I feel like I need time. <laughs> I need time. That was a lot. That was a lot of emotions. Yeah, but um, you know, you're, you're working through them. You're working through them and that's good. Yeah. Also, also, I hurt my nail yesterday. Oh no. I Yeah, I went to open a tin of chopped tomatoes and my nail got <laughs> stuck in it and it's so vile. Like, it broke Ooh. and it, it went, like, quite far into my nail, into Is my that... finger, my nail oh. finger. And, oh, that's sore. not nice. It hurts. That's, yeah, that's so painful. that's, yeah, I put nail polish on it though. <laughs> so, on my on like on all my fingers better. <laughs> <laughs> that's not just on the that way one to recover from a nail injury <laughs> just lather yeah. a bit of paint on it exactly oh, <laughs> but yeah that is me i love it how are you getting on yeah um new life all these four. new things in your life so, i'm just recovering from a cold hence why i sound like i've got a really deep voice at the moment um yeah i know my voice is already a little bit deep but like it's i <laughs> we were meant to record a couple of days ago but i i literally had no voice 
I'm slowly but surely getting it back, which is nice. Uh, the worst thing is that you just you, you feel so self-conscious because I feel like everyone thinks I might have COVID. I'm like, I feel like I, yeah. I feel like I have this like urge to tell everyone that I don't have COVID and it is just a cold and like I don't yeah. have any of the symptoms. But just but being ill makes me feel like everyone is going to want to avoid me. <laughs> uh, it's not a nice yeah. feeling. I am exhausted. <laughs> it's my feeling and. Uh, I have started college and I'm working alongside it. I'm trying to train as well. I am tired. I'm loving college, loving the course, but I've only like, I'm only three weeks in and I'm like, when is half time? <laughs> I'm yeah. so tired, man. <laughs> have you um, got to play with any, any animals? Oh, yes. Uh, Fridays are the best days. Fridays is our full practical day. So like Friday, we just go to the animal management center, which is basically there's, you know, the zoo bit of the school. So they had their avertified, a verified zoo and uh, have over 200 species. So that's where we go and we like learn how to handle them and stuff. So I for the past two weeks, I've been handling rodents. (laughs) So I've been handling rats, (laughs) mice, hamsters gerbils i've been cleaning cages of like exotic rodents like um oh or what they're called bushy tailed jits or jits or jits something like that i have no uh, idea what spined that is. mice which are basically mice that have fucking prickles on their back like hedgehogs it's crazy oh uh, it's, it's good fun, are you sure it's though, not like... a hedgehog <laughs> yeah no it's not it's i like got to hold a hedgehog, hedgehog the other day though i got to hold one she was rolled That's up so in a cute. little ball but i got to hold her and she's very spiky. But rats, That's man, so rats cool. are really cool as well. I'm not going to ramble on about rats for this podcast, but like everyone's really <laughs> grossed out about rats. But they're so sick. They're so fun. They're like really social, really cool, really clever. So if you're scared of rats, honestly, you'll change your mind when you meet a. a, a yeah, I mean, a rats form <laughs> specific bonds with people. Like yeah. they know oh, yeah. who their family is and stuff like that. And and they like they're they basically can be trained like a dog. They're really clever. And there there's some rats that are being now taught to sniff out like specific illnesses, like dogs. You know, like dogs can smell uh, cancer and stuff like that. So apparently rats can as well. So like they're oh. using rats to. But the only like downfall with rats is that rats don't live very long. So they live for I don't know how long actually, but like they don't have a very long lifespan. So you have to like retrain rats constantly, whereas dogs obviously. Yeah, for a lot longer. that's annoying. Next week, I get to work with uh, ferrets and rabbits and and like a bit like bigger animals. And like slowly we go bigger and bigger, I think. So there you go. Woo. So that's that's my life. Your seatbelt can now be fastened, ready for departure. Guess who's joined us? It's Mr. Dylan Orcock. Never heard of him. Yeah, uh, uh, never heard of him. <laughs> he has... Re 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 returned. Um, yeah, Dylan. Dylan, to introduce you, if you haven't listened to all of our other podcast episodes, mm. how dare you? Mm. Anyway, Dylan is a very musically inclined. He is very musically inclined, not a very musically. Inclined. <laughs> uh, he's an actor and musician. He's composed scores for various productions. He's also a writer and he's a comedian. So no pressure, Dylan, but we want to hear some jokes. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Yay. You make it sound very good when you put it like that. Instead, I've got to say. <laughs> That's very kind. 
I'll, every time I call you up, that's how I want you to uh, to uh, <laughs> to start the conversation. Well, I have to introduce you to me <laughs> in our phone calls. Yes, yes, exactly. Surely it's not Dylan, the uh... <laughs> the uh, musically inclined mm, yeah. actor and musician who composes scores for various productions. Is also a writer and comedian. <laughs> I think you're right. Yes. No. Hello. Hello. That's very kind. It's a pleasure to be back. I had such a good time last time. I I uh, I found a gap in my very 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 busy uh, never Ooh. leaving my own front room calendar that I've got. <laughs> so here I am. I love it. We're very happy that you managed to squeeze us in. Oh, of course. Have we you have really you made reference it. to the fact that we're you know pretending this is the first time that we've done this? Uh, no, <laughs> we, right. want no, we, it, we want to pretend to our fans that you know we're very professional. Right. We do it once. Okay. We're not going to tell them that this is you the know, second that, time that, you're like, here. Okay. We completely, my whole computer and system all malfunctioned and ruined a whole episode. Kind of wanted to keep that secret, but you know, whatever. So Dylan is actually, we're actually having a repeated conversation with Dylan, asking questions that we've already asked, having conversations that we've already had. So yay. yay. Great for Dylan. So it's definitely less fun for everybody concerned. It's going to be an entertaining one, this one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. We're selling it so well. No, I really are. Um, I really are. But Dylan. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Well, how we start this off? Let's go on. It's Steph. pink. I have to ask Dylan something. Oh yeah, go on, <laughs> Dylan. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. <laughs> I f- I felt really knackered Good. today, and I've had phantom illness, <gasps> fan you know, like throat stuff, and you kind of oh, go. Oh, yeah. we all have. Yeah, we all have yeah. throat stuff. And you kind of go. We all have mm, throat stuff. Like glands, you know, and you think, mm, what am I? Yeah. What am I fighting within? Yeah, <laughs> the, so, the sort of what thing. What is this demon I'm fighting with? It. Yeah. What is this inner battle I have? Yeah. I mean, if it gets worse, don't ignore it. That's my advice to you. That's Doctor Steph. Anyone? That's Doctor Stephanie McGuinness with you here today, giving yeah. Uh, yeah. medical advice. If uh, it gets if worse, need... <laughs> don't leave it alone. <laughs> that can go for anything. Advice. That could be your health. <laughs> Your relationships, you know, yeah. whatever you want to think about. That's I feel like <laughs> for us with the podcast, Hayden, it gets worse. We need to sort ourselves out. But yeah, um, we are talking about music today. Yes. So not about our throats, even though I asked. I'm, so... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Rude. I'm sorry. Your answers can only be music based. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. How are you feeling <laughs> musically, Dylan? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I tell, I tell you what. Actually, something that I don't often get to do very much of anymore. Even though I know the first time we had this episode, it was a lot more talking about less, less my music and, and more, and more other people's. But um, something that I found since I left home, and we all. Uh, went to drama school and started working and stuff is I don't often sit down and just play the piano and see where it takes me you know what I mean like and you get you write a lot of things that way it saves you being approached by somebody and they say can you write some music for this because you you know if you've got a big back catalogue of things you can just dig up something from (laughs) from the past and go saves you you doing that bloody work yeah just like I did for your place (laughs) in fact yeah 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 But the uh, but oh. I've had so much time to sit down and and just and just get loads of stuff 
that have just come to me, which has been lovely. And, you know, because quite yeah. a lot of the time, what you need is the time to sit down and when you start hitting on an idea to kind of keep on working through it until it becomes something. Yeah. And that can yeah. sometimes take a, a long time. It can take an hour or two for the idea to come together and then repeating it for it, like the following days so you don't forget yeah. what the yeah. idea is, you know. So it's been really yeah. good for that, I suppose, all of this. So so where does your m- motivation come to actually sit down and make music? Is it you're feeling something and you want to get it out or is it just discipline? Like I need to sit and I need to create something or is it a different reason? Uh, do you know, it's, it's something that I do. I... I like I've I've always been interested in it and wanted to do it. I've not grown up having um having lessons or trained formally to do it or anything. So it's always been fun first for me and it's always been that kind of thing. And you know, I've been really lucky that uh I've fallen into it a bit by accident doing music for people and and yeah. things and I love it. You know, it's always a treat and I always feel like I'm not really supposed to be there doing it. So it's so it's lovely. Um and I think I think the music in itself is is a, is a form of uh getting like you say get it's a it's a form of therapy in itself i think you you get a lot of feelings that you're feeling out that way i think yeah yeah like as as sort of wank as that sounds like i will sit in front of oh, will, we love wank yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're all about it mate give us the, the mental wank. health wank the more wank yes of course yeah but, <laughs> but the thing is it's like you know i can listen back to i can listen back to things and and they are representative of of what i was feeling at the time or you know yeah when, whenever i've had significant uh feelings for somebody they all have a piece of music they don't know but, oh my god can you listen back to that i wouldn't be able to listen back to that i'll still play a lot of them is that bad i probably shouldn't <laughs> Oh my god! Helps keep me in touch with my past. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would just break my heart. It would break That's my heart. So I wouldn't funny. go you for being able to do that. I'm just so attached to like. There are certain songs that if I listen to, I just bawl my eyes out. Yeah. I think of someone, especially relationships, because most songs are about love. Oh, yeah. so I feel like some songs are very specific to things I've been through in my love life and I can't listen to it because it's torture but sometimes I enjoy that torture it's really fucked up it's a very it's a very weird sense strong sense memory isn't it oh yeah yeah, yeah. really like really relive it when you listen to a song that just represents a time bizarrely bizarrely enough because you know I was a strange and deeply troubled child um I uh, I uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't discover. I didn't discover uh, pop music until much, much until I was much more advanced in years. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed listening to score for things and um, films, really. And the f- very first, if you can call them a girlfriend or whatever, the way we went to the cinema twice or something or whatever it was, <laughs> something I was, li- some, something, uh, something I was, I was listening to a lot of. <laughs> was uh, a score that Danny Elfman did. It was one of his first ones to a film called Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I've which I've never watched, <laughs> um, but I liked the music in it, <laughs> and I couldn't oh, listen to it so for about funny. for about five or six years. You know what I mean? But even now, every yeah. time I listen to it, um, I have this that knot in your stomach of having got into something that you really wish you hadn't got yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird uh-huh. it, like it really it's really it's a, such a strong sense memory i feel like it's stronger than when i smell something sometimes i smell something and i go 
this really reminds me of something but like music it like I suppose because when you listen to music there is the, that added thing on top of it is like the feelings you're feeling and so forth and it just brings all of that back but so strongly like it's so fresh yeah it's so yeah. weird Certainly. it's just so I love personal. it I love it it gives me such a nostalgia effect I, I don't know like you just said earlier Steph but there's something about like even if it makes me feel a bit weird and uncomfortable and a bit like ugh. Like, mm. am I thirsty or am I like, I don't know what's happening in my body. Something feels weird. Um, I, I like it. I kind of like yeah. the sensation that it gives me. It's almost like a drug. <laughs> I feel like I need to be careful, though, because sometimes I will listen to a song. And for an example, it like literally brings me back to a relationship and I feel like I yeah. am in it. And I just don't think that's healthy it's not cathartic i just feel like then i'm stuck in the emotion whereas there are some songs i can listen to and it's like a release and i relate and it's it feels so good and i cry and it's out there whereas yeah there are certain songs that if i listen to it just i feel like i feed a monster and i'm not letting go of stuff do you know what i mean like yeah yeah i feel like yeah there's there's a fine line i think between it being therapeutic and being yeah, but um, that's the thing. It might not be good for you, but it is. It does feel weirdly <laughs> yeah. satisfying. Who cares? You know I mean? It's yeah. the same as a drug. Yeah. It's not good for you, yeah. but like it, this it does something. Like you listen to someone and you go, like, I shouldn't do this, but I will. Yeah, you're taking you're <laughs> you taking know? back control of of your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be sad, it's because yeah. I've I made like it that. so. <laughs> yeah, it's I've, it's I've me. made myself cry. <laughs> I am okay. I think I think the strongest uh, thing with that though is that you know there are, there are and I know me and Sen and you we've talking talk talking about this a lot. Talking, we have <laughs> talking a lot. We have. I, I'll I, I'll get back to uh, you know mid Europe uh, immediately after this. Uh, but um, <laughs> but if, um, it's like music from when you were very young. Yeah, you can't shake. Not only this unquestionable, a uh, kind of uh, unconditional feeling that it is excellent, whatever it is, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a complete work of art, or but but also that it transports you immediately back to exactly how you felt at that time. Like yeah, yeah. all all music that my dad used to like. Like that has absolutely mm. informed the kind of music I like yeah. now, and that was music he used to listen to when yeah. I was very young, and, and you know we used to he brought me up on his own, and we were together, um, and he'd play a lot of music, and it's all of that music from that time, is is weird, it because it makes you feel um, it, you yeah. connect it with that really nurturing it's, time um, in your life, you know. I very very much relate to that, especially with with my dad, because when I was younger. My parents split up and I moved twice and my dad lived in England. And there was this whole thing of like, I went three times a year to visit my dad. Um, it would be like summer, Easter and Christmas. But uh, at that time in Iceland, um, the airline would only fly to specific places. I can't really remember for the life of me where it fly, flew. flew. <laughs> well, what's going on with the English today? Um, where it flew to, but we would have long drives to and from the airport, you know, and whenever we were driving, just anytime we were driving, my dad would be playing music in the car. My dad is very musically inclined as well. My parents are both into music, uh, but my dad is really into Queen, really into Red Hot Chili Peppers, 
things like that. And well, they're both they're both jobbing the musicians, aren't they? In their uh, yeah, 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 they were, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, like, music was a huge thing for me, but and I didn't listen to those that kind of music when my dad was playing. Like, I didn't like fucking any of that. I I listened to like old school hip hop, you know. <laughs> so like completely opposite. We used to argue in the car about which was better. <laughs> hip-hop <laughs> old school hip-hop or queen yeah I, I it's amazing now i i'm obsessed with red dot chili peppers and queen and when i listen to them there is just like that second element to it it's not just the red hot chili peppers you kind of hear it differently don't you yeah <laughs> it's the red hot chili peppers that were there you know every time i was in the car with my dad that i hadn't seen for months and months you know, it's the red hot chili peppers that, you know, made me feel a specific way because of the moment and all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now when I play them, I just like, oh, my God, I fucking like, I, love them. I, I can't listen to Ray of Light by Madonna. Yeah. And, and not think it's the highest art ever written at this stage. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it just it transports me back to then. And it's also such a product of that time as well. You know, even yeah, even yeah. that was yeah. that was uh, as a song. It was atypical for even my dad's taste, but he loved it so much at the time and played it over and over yeah. again that I hear it now and I go, oh, yes, Unquestion- unquestionable, <laughs> unquestionable. Yeah. <It's> so good. <laughs> love it. I love yeah. it. It's also such an intimate thing, I find, sharing these songs with people. Yeah. It's yeah, one of the most frustrating and upsetting feelings when you're showing a score or a song to someone and there's nothing or they oh, talk through it heartbreaking because it's, it's a vulnerable thing city. to show that song that triggers you or whatever yeah do you know it, it is it is it is so <laughs> interesting though because what i've you know doubtless learned the hard way and instead of will uh, corroborate this uh, <laughs> is is the fact that some i think it's perhaps sometimes it, it's styles of music as much as it is things that you like but like some pieces of music are better enjoyed on their own so like you know yeah how yeah, how yeah. how far have we got in 20 mm. minutes in and here i'm, I'm gonna mention yes to you but like the thing is is that <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is is like i i love prog rock music and and that era of stuff because my dad liked it really and that is something that you know i've it's taken me till I've been uh, more probably what his age was when he fell in love with it to appreciate it properly and to understand why he liked it and to kind of yeah. go, oh, now I like... And how much of that is, you know, because I was surrounded by it when I was very young. But the thing is, is that kind of music, it's long form, it's high concept. I mean, what what is any of it about? No idea on first listen, you might not even know. But like the thing is, is it's the sort of thing that's probably best enjoyed on your own. And that doesn't mean yeah, yeah. that the fact that I think it's quite important because sometimes I, uh, you know, there, I shan't name specific people, but there's people in my life who, um, <laughs> who <laughs> their enjoyment of something hinges so absolutely on other people agreeing that it's excellent. And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think I you freeing yourself from that is quite yeah. important with something like music because oh, I think, yeah. I think, um, sometimes it can be very personal to you i mean you can put on something like uptown funk and be guaranteed that pretty much everybody will enjoy it with you and like you know you'll be hard pressed to find somebody who isn't who doesn't enjoy that song to some degree but like (laughs) but like the thing is is i have learned and discovered that you know i'm not going to get the most um enjoyment 
out of listening to a 70s Genesis record uh, <laughs> with somebody else anywhere near <laughs> as much as I would on my own. You're definitely not going to get that enjoyment or especially listen to Yes with me in the room. No. Nope. Because all Dylan gets <laughs> is me with like a thunderous face going, and dear listener, how long's we've, left, we've Dylan, of this hour-long song? All the tests to try and get to the bottom of why this is and uh, try uh-huh. this in all kinds of different settings that we just don't have the answer. One day we'll find out, Dylan, won't we? <laughs> oh, honestly. But that. it's so true. It's so true. And I think, and it's the same as like some songs are also better in headphones than they are out loud i go yes, like i show are. someone a song and i'm like oh you need to listen to this song and i show them and then i go that actually sounds a lot better when i'm just listening to it in my headphones <laughs> like now <laughs> on a speaker i just like you know some songs just like really surround you when you're listening to them in a headphone but if you've got them on a speaker it just doesn't have the same effect and some songs need that effect to work so yeah there's all sorts of factors isn't it with music and do you know what does. i miss what I don't do this as often anymore, but I miss in my teens or even when I was a kid, just sitting down and listening to an entire album because now I feel like things are just so fast paced. And if I don't like a song, I just skip it. Mm. Whereas when I was listening to a CD, I didn't have a choice but to listen to the entire, the entire song and then it would grow on me and I would, I don't know. I kind of miss feeling relaxed I, with music. I feel like... I've um, never been like that. <laughs> no, I've, I've always listened to yeah. albums in their entirety. But then, I, again, I think a lot of that is, is format-driven. I mean, like, as I've... Um, I've I, in recent years, I've really enjoyed buying records. And I know it's, you know, the most on-trend thing to do in the world. But, like... Yeah, I know, um, no. <laughs> But um, so uncool right now. <laughs> yeah, um, but I love it though at the same time because I do think the listening experience is different, just in the sense that oh, yeah. you don't, you cannot. It's, 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 if nothing else, it's a huge inconvenience to try and listen to a vinyl record <laughs> track by track, and even listening just... to singles is a pain in the ass because you have to keep on getting up and changing, like changing skipping it, it. <laughs> it, whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think what fosters this <laughs> culture of, uh, of like skipping and playlists and all this thing is is streaming stuff like spotify and apple music you know what i mean and mm. and uh not that i not that i'm any kind of um you know great enlightener in this in this department um <laughs> i know that with with, with 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 ali for example um my other half she she streamed a lot of stuff and said to me you showed me things and listening to albums from end to end rather than skipping round and around and it's different you get you hear different things in an album when you listen to it from end to end rather than the track on its own totally because i find um when i'm listening to new music as well after like a song or two everything starts to get a little bit funny like i start to feel a bit funny and i need to step back from it or then listen to a song that's familiar and then listen to a song that I've never heard before because then I feel like they all kind of merge into one song sometimes I don't know I would burn my own CDs and um put music that I like I did I've never been much of an a person who is or holds on to an artist there are very few artists uh, I think there's about three <laughs> that I would go and I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to them and I'll listen to an album and I'll, I'll I'll commit to listening to a whole album. And that's Elton John Pink. And when I was younger, it was an Eminem. 
so Eminem was the only album when I was younger that I would like encore, encore um, and stuff like that. I would listen to on a CD player. You know, as soon as I had a laptop and I had LimeWire and all of this shit, I'd <laughs> no download Lime songs. Wire. I would download the shit that I like and then I would get a blank CD and I'd make my own album because I just, <laughs> I don't like the same shit over and over again. I don't like listening to albums because of the fact that I don't believe there's any artist out there that will just make the perfect CD where all the songs are good and I don't have time to listen to songs that I don't like. <laughs> so I just, you know, I I even, you know, I was I was more than ready for the skipping culture. So yeah, I, I really like there's one thing that I can't relate to and 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 George, my other half, he's the opposite. It's all album structure and even when he makes his own playlist on Spotify, he follows the structure of how artists make albums. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> you know, oh, I just that's really interesting. Yeah, I just don't, it just doesn't work like that in my head. But now we have Shuffle, so lots of people put an album on, but they won't even listen to it in the right order. That's so annoying. Can <laughs> yeah. you imagine writing an album and it's like, yeah. the first song is going to give you uh, like, a, like a feeling it's a of story. anger. But then song number two, it's peace and it's just, People are getting it's like, it all over imagine, the imagine listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, but listening to a shuffle. It would make yeah. no sense. The Hamilton soundtrack is there <laughs> yeah. and it has a literally a solid storyline from start to finish just in the album. Listening to it and shuffle wouldn't work. It'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so, yeah, that'd be really... Anyway, we've got on really a complete tangent about albums. About <laughs> albums and song orders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. We're all acting like we're artists that do make music. I mean, Dylan is, but me and Steph ain't. <laughs> I, I've not written an album. <laughs> but if, if anyone would, Dylan, I think you'd be more likely to than me and Steph. It's a race. <laughs> it's a race. Would you say, Dylan, that when you make music, do you think more, do you start with lyrics or do you start with the score or something else or does it matter? I don't know. It's something that I'm still chasing the answer to, to be honest. I've always worked music first because of the fact that most of the music that I've done has been instrumental and has been, yeah. um, or incidental score for shows or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So from to that end, music comes first. But when I've been doing MD work and I've been focusing on, like when I did, uh, so I've worked on News Review, which is, uh, um, for those who don't know, is a, it's like a comedy uh, satirical news sketch show uh, with songs and it's cabaret style in London. And it's very important that the words lead that because that because you're telling a yeah. joke, you know what I mean? And yeah, I actually yeah, think yeah. that I write very differently when I'm writing with words because you have oh. you have to have different um you have to pull the meaning out of the words. You have to, the, yeah. whatever the music is, has to reflect, uh, if you're writing it well, has to reflect. Because if music comes first and you're writing lyrics to suit it, I would say you need a damn good lyricist to kind of work that in. But something that you don't you don't get is as much nuance when you're writing a song. I think it's quite easy to sit down and kind of write a chorus and verse structure. But then yeah. you kind of look at it and you go, well, this isn't ideally suited to fitting a lot of words in or to saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> or yeah. So if you lead with music, yeah. I think it's incredible. It's harder to then fit words to it than it is 
to have words written and then write music to it. I actually think that's harder. Not that I have much experience, but it's just... um, it's it's the most frustrating thing in the world when you've written something, a piece of music, and you go, that's a great piece of music, and you come to write words to it, and you think this is nigh on impossible to fit any kind of sense in to. When, um, when you listen to music, are you then more inclined to listen to the music or the lyrics so this so this is this is this isn't it this is what uh, we've discussed many times before when listening <laughs> i think i think i think i think i i listen to to music more than i listen yeah. to words and i mean and you know the the long analysis cut short is i think uh, there's a lot of oh god there's a, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> v- perfectly acceptable lyric writing but there aren't many people who are, are i i don't think personally who are absolutely excellent at it because i think they are yeah, the yeah, people yeah. who i listen to and yeah. somebody that the three of us have spoken about before is dodie for example as an artist who is uh, somebody who i can't mm, help dodie. but listen to her lyrics um i i yeah. love her music i love yeah. her melody writing i think it's superb and excellent and and it's one of those where I kind of go um, to have for for your lyrics to punch through that, mm. they have to be really strong. I think Peter Gabriel's the same uh, yeah. in his solo work and and his work with Genesis. In in my opinion, uh, whereas like there's other things that I listen to, and I could not like Yes is my favorite band, and I couldn't tell you what ha- half the stuff is. About. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's like John Anderson, who who wrote a lot of the seventies out, but doesn't know what a lot of them are about. I don't think, and and yeah. and really enjoys fans trying to justify the the fact that they're about something. And, you know that just yeah yeah. I think I think and it I, definitely adds something and makes it stronger I, if it's got good lyrics. Yeah, I but. I don't necessarily think that it's necessarily going to be or me saying that the song is shit if I don't like the lyrics. A lot of the times for me the lyrics are almost become like an instrument like just the certainly you know the added the added sound to that song but i think it's a real testament to the lyrics and the artist if i know the words (laughs) (laughs) literally (laughs) like but but if 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 i don't it doesn't mean that I don't like the song or don't think that the song is good. I think the thing is, it's probably the same standard that, like, partic- for me, for the way I listen to music, if I'm going to notice the lyrics and know the words and sort of really listen yeah. to what is being said, then I think they have to be particularly pertinent because a lot of music that I think yeah. is words-focused and not music-focused, I'm not drawn to, and it's because I place a lot of importance on... Do I like the music? Do do I like the tune? Do I like yeah. the melody? Do I like how yeah. it's arranged? And if I don't like that, then I'm not so bothered about listening to it. I think a great yeah. example of somebody who is kind of probably quite musically light and musically sparse, but does have a you know a, a gentle ear for melody. I would say. I mean, look at look at me assessing one of the greats. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's lyrics first. That's why we're here. Is Bob Dylan, isn't he? Like he's he's very yeah. Yeah. lyrics first. I would say yeah. over melody. I mean, he's released this wonderful um, sixteen minute track on his new album that came out in March or oh, yeah. something like that, which is about the JFK ass- assassination and musically. Uh, it's it's the same repeating riff over and mm. over and over again. So musically, you could say that isn't very sharp musically or interesting yeah. musically. It's arranged really nicely, but the words pop in it in a way that is is what. Yeah. And, and Bob Dylan, you know, his his 
voice isn't what it was either. So, I mean, that's testament to how good the writing is of the lyrics, yeah. you, know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, for me, I have a pool of artists that I go to for lyrics. And one of the reasons as to why I go to these artists for lyrics is because I know that they write their own music. Um, and if you don't know, on Spotify now, you can see how many people have helped. Yeah. Yeah. write a song and stuff um and if this artist has um if i've related to them lyrically in the past and i kind of cling on to them <laughs> and and i end up relating to all of their music so for example taylor swift john mayer dodi i usually i relate a lot to their lyrics but then i think if it's if i'm listening to music casually i find it really hard to listen to the lyrics um, I'm listening to more of what it's given to me musically right. and I have no idea what they're saying if they're <laughs> saying like horrific things <laughs> and it's really interesting for like for example in Brazil music is very um, westernized so um, music that's in the charts and stuff it's it's English speaking music right. and it's like number one and people don't really understand what, what is being said <laughs> so, so I find that really interesting as well yeah. so maybe it's a universal thing. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but maybe universally we do get more of a feeling from the beat because it's from the beat that the beat is what messes with our heartbeat yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Of the music. So maybe that's what we're more driven towards. But yeah, if I want to have a cry, I think I listen to Taylor Swift or John Mayer or Dodie. For sure. <laughs> for sure. But that's it. It's, uh, I mean, scientifically, music does have a physical effect on people it's the reason why people play specific musics in stores and stuff mcdonald's mm. have taken it up to play classical music at night time because it's like i just feel so manipulated i hate well it. yeah I it's but so it's mean. like oh well we don't want like <laughs> fights and brawls when like all the drunk people come and get mcdonald's so we'll play classical music because who would have a fight <laughs> to mozart you know yeah and you've you got you've got shops that play like techno music because they want people to be like buzzing and like want to be overstimulated and like buy everything that they they see do you know what i mean so it's just it, it is it's a scientific thing as well as me and george just got a car and it's only got like a cassette and cd player in there mm. and i've got loads and loads of my old homemade cds oh, <laughs> oh. where, oh, I, where so cool. I just made my own mixes i still got them and we put some of them in and it it was oh, like, it did make me and I should really sit down and sort of make a playlist just of all of my, all of the old school hip hop and rap that I used to listen to. I, I it, it did instantly make me feel really good, really happy, really mm. uplifted. But I don't, you know, I think it's, it's, it's quite bad, but you know, I don't really listen to a lot of uplifting music to make me feel good no i will if i am in a good mood i'll listen to uplifting music but i have a real bad habit of highlighting the mood that i'm in so i don't really go opposite to it i think it's interesting sense. because because sometimes of course sometimes you're you're sad when when you've had a drink when you've had a drink or two but like i think it, i think it's very interesting i think what i put on when i've had a drink is different to what i would put on when i haven't Oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh. When I've had a drink, it's always sad music. Yeah. I quite often put on like uh, a lot of stuff I can't be ass listening to when I'm uh, like a <laughs> like a, like a lot of a lot of prog stuff I like from the seventies. Like I, sometimes if yeah. it's if it's in the daytime and I'm just got a cup of tea, I don't 
But like sometimes when I want to be thoughtful, you know, yeah, and I've had a drink, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll like I'll I'll listen to it then. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I'll put on things that are more boisterous because I, I want to uh, like what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> love like uh, I'm just trying to think what I've got now in my in my box of tricks. That While she thinks, Dylan, I'm just boisterous. Gonna, I'm gonna hurry boisterous. and put dinner in the the oven because it takes forty minutes. Okay. Oh, really well. Um, Stuff Boisterous like, as in said, like po- sensual I, 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 or oh, scandalous. No. Oh, goodness, goodness me, no. Um, <laughs> I just mean I I mean less sort of high concept stuff and more poppy is basically uh, what I mean. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is scandalous. <laughs> Love it. Exclusive. So what kind? So so what would you define as boisterous then? Oh, for me, it's it's quite commercial rock or pop. I would say. Like putting putting yeah. on Toto Four is quite boisterous for me, and you know it's got Africa on <laughs> if you know Toto tracks and Rosanna and tracks oh, like that. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Africa. Yeah, exactly. You can't go wrong. That's a bit more boisterous. Like I wouldn't listen to that. That's you know, so boisterous. At, at three in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but a Toto Africa. <laughs> I um I find though when I'm cooking, if I have a glass of red and I'm and I'm cooking, I like listening to sexy music like <laughs> i find i'm really bad for, just like, just when Spotify you're cooking playlists. you like to just listen to I'm sexy cooking. music just when you're cooking and you have a drink just when i'm cooking <laughs> I, it's weird in the sh- it'd be weird in the shower it'd be weird i'm just like in my room running errands with sexy music in the background i don't know i don't know i don't know why, why sexy music when you're cooking i feel like sexy music during the shower know. is probably the most likely one to Maybe. be honest uh, that's just a bit <laughs> obvious i find though what obvious for who you're on your own in the shower who do you care you're being obvious <laughs> i don't know i just don't feel like it does much not that like it does something it's not like you do something to me you just love um, it when you've got your vegan meal on your stir fry yeah, and you, yeah i feel well proper i dim the lights for myself oh. and i put on some jazz oh. and i'm like cooking a veggie steak drinking some wine i feel like very grown up yeah. sexy music and like... a bath that's what you want. Yeah. F- f- yeah. Food and sex are intertwined yeah. for you, Steph. That's all it is. <laughs> there, there, there you go. That's my link. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. I was curious. D- don't worry. I, I, Why is crack like that? I have the answer. I got to the bottom of it. In an emergency, leave all cabin baggage on board. So it's now time for Celebrity Corner. Woohoo. Whoa. Don't worry, Dylan. I'm not showing the same clip. I'm not showing the same clip as I've already showed you. I do not need... <laughs> Like a fake reaction. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, don't worry. <laughs> like, like I'll involved. give you a genuine reaction, Steph. <laughs> um, so today on the show, we have Dodie. <gasps> hey, Dodie! Welcome to our show! Um, so this video, or video, I'm not showing you an entire video. This clip <laughs> is from 2017. And Dodie writes and is quite open about su- suffering from uh, derealization and depression. And this clip that I'm showing you right now, she she was having a very rough day and she decided to film herself talking about her depression. So I'm sorry it's not very uplifting. <laughs> um, it's Gosh. not like the one I showed you <laughs> before, Dylan. Then. 
<laughs> the one I showed Dylan was um, last time was a Noah Centineo one that we showed last, last week, week. <laughs> on, on the podcast. So our listeners have heard it. Um, but yeah, so this is very different. Um, so yeah, I'll show it to you now. This isn't a very positive video, I guess. But I guess it's interesting to catch it in the moment. It's just my like working head and my not working head are so different. And they don't have empathy for each other at all when i'm feeling healthy i'm like how on earth could i ever not feel like this there's so much to be happy about and there's so much to be hopeful for why not just choose happiness and choose the hopeful route i can't put myself in my happy mind at the moment but that's i think what i feel i remember just being like oh i always know i'll come up afterwards there's always an up after a down and i will feel good again and that's what i write down in all of my diaries and on my walls don't worry you'll feel okay again this is just temporary whereas right now if i was to write a message to my happy self i don't want to do that obviously i'm not gonna bring you down happy me but if i was to it would be like lol stop kidding yourself i'm not gonna do that because i know objectively i'm sure this is just my brain fucking up. No one's natural state should be this bad. Oh, it's so bad. I'm <laughs> so bad. She re- She's very good at expressing how she feels, I think. Yeah. And she's very honest. Yeah. It's not like her outcome is always, I want my listeners to feel happy. Um, it's, you know, she's going to be honest with how she's feeling. But in that sense, I actually relate more to her and I feel yeah. better listening to someone. Oh, Especially yeah. when like your deepest and darkest thoughts, you feel like they're so personal and no one else feels that way. So it's nice to see someone who's quite open about that. And she expresses these feelings a lot through her music. And it's just, it, oh, it's so oh, it's good. It's so, so good. I love it. So it's good. a it's a lesson it's a lesson in adept communication of how you're feeling. I yeah. think she's very and and it and it normalizes um totally that dialogue and conversation, which yeah. I think is excellent. It's, just, it's never overcomplicated and overwhelming or sensory overload of a song. It's good yeah. music, good lyrics, and it's just enough of everything to just be able to take it in and relate and and feel what she's saying and the message that she's. Mm you know given my dodgy pick is secret for the mad and it's because oh, i know my nice it's because i know my my other dodgy pick is probably stanen's dodgy pick yeah burned out burned out is that's the my favorite song i'm actually tempted to say that those three though yeah are, are my favorites no they're amazing it's oh yeah. dodgy to come on our podcast please <laughs> yeah right thank you for that steph i was i was very you're very welcome good. i've got a would you rather, a quick would you rather, it's a silly would you rather, oh. it's a would you rather that I just wrote on the bus on the way here. It's to do with music. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> I, so, I love the image of you just writing on the bus. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it on the bus. Right, so. And I can't, I can't read it. No. <laughs> there was lots of speed bumps. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, so, so, when... Hmm. When, whenever you hear music, right? When you hear music, would you rather have to dance uncontrolled, like nobody's watching, or have to <laughs> sing with every song? Even if you don't know the lyrics, you always have to sing with every song. Would you rather have to every time? You, and I'm talking like when you go to the shops, when you go to McDonald's and the Mozart's playing. I mean, you can't really sing along to it, but like. <laughs> I have to make up lyrics. But presumably <laughs> with both circumstances, the dial is turned up to 11. Yes. Yes. 
Right. Dylan, Dylan, I was going to loophole her question. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Um, You're like that kid who asks if we have homework. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I was. Um, But... um, <laughs> uh, I would rather dance because because embarrassing yourself by not knowing the way. Like I I'm one of those people who will be like Ali will tell you if she uh, you know if uh, <laughs> if even uh, sort of asked uh, even if it's not directly I, I will sit at home and go you know I, you know the news comes on and I'll I'll do my I'll I'll, I'll, voc- I'll yeah. vocalize along to the tune you know what I mean um, but. Uh, but I wouldn't want to do it in the middle of McDonald's. That's my that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, like when I'm in the comfort of my own home. When you do like an interpretive dance in McDonald's. You know what? And you're doing an interpretive dance in McDonald's. You're doing a dance that nobody's watching, but it's like a Mozart-y kind of dance. And, you know, you've burnt the calories for your burger. So I'd be so fit. I'd be like physically fit if every time I heard music, I'd just have to dance. Yeah, I think I would choose singing. I would choose what? singing. Because... But you see more people. You just want to I'm go see, against like, the but grain. But every time, no, it's not. I have my own opinions. I am my own person. I go to therapy. I, I am sorted. I am mentally all there. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think I would choose singing because, like you said, you only start singing when you hear music. So I'll be singing to a song, and I feel like that's more acceptable to hear a song like in the supermarket and start singing to it and start dancing like that's well bizarre no but singing no. is like oh See, the song came on that they i've like, seen i have seen both i've seen a person dance and i've seen a person sing just randomly but the dancing looks sarcastic you know like you know when you see like someone and they dance and they're just <laughs> like i'm like oh wow that person's really loving life when i see someone who's like singing like full on singing on their own. I go, I mean, I do also go that person's loving life, but I also think there's something a little bit wrong. <laughs> something I used to enjoy doing when I was coming home to to Debden drunk um, was I'd have my headphones on, of course, been on the tube, must have your headphones on so you Abs- don't have to speak to anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rule number one. But, um, but then get off the train and I quite often had a lengthy walk home or even if it wasn't lengthy, it was a good 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Um, and if I'd had a certain amount to drink, uh, I would s- put on my favourite tunes and I would sing along quite loudly. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I've done that a few times. Oh like, my God, I've never done that. Stop, I've had a drink, put on a song and there's yeah. no, like there's no one on the road. It's because there's I no one sing. there. Yeah, there's no like, one there. The worst and that it's will so happen liberating. is somebody will look out their window and go, who's that? But that's it. You know what I mean? But you don't care because no. you're so in the moment. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Fuck off. I choose both. I choose both. I choose dancing. You can't choose both. <laughs> I choose both. That's cheating. I'm going to do it all because I want that's to. That's cheating. It's not. What's the point of what you rather I mean, if you choose both questions? I will say, <laughs> I think if you've had a few pints and you're dancing and singing loudly down the street, it's an excellent deterrent for potential, you know, uh, villainous activity. <laughs> I, think, I, think people would, I, th- I think people would be put off uh, mugging That's you. That's so true. If you were... If you were if you were dancing it's quite like, it's like what enthusiastically they say, and singing loudly. It like, it's the, yeah. I think they've said this with like, if you are taking up money and you feel like someone really suspicious is like stood behind you to just start like shouting obscenities and like being really weird, like start acting, like start acting a bit psycho. 
and people just walk yeah. away because they don't want to deal with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, just like act like you're you, you would you would kill. <laughs> you know. Cabin pressure will return to normal in a short time. So now we are moving on to our happy recommendations. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, if you have something great, if you don't, that's also okay. <gasps> no judgment. I. Yeah, I think I think what I said you can cut this out. What I said last time, I think, um, was um, was I think that we should um, is do something. It's like oh, forgive me if this is what I said last time I was on <laughs> the pod, but uh, it's like it's like do something that you know that you definitely like. So like I know the last time I was on, I recommended Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, yeah. But like th- there are definitely things that like like this and music's a good time to do it. Like there's songs I know that I like, or there's like tonight where I've had like a relatively rubbish day at work and I've put a candle on. It's like there's things that you know that will probably cheer you treat up. But sometimes yourself, I think you've you, you're in. Saying. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. Look after yourself and yeah. treat yourself. Good old good old treat yourself. People kind of make a joke out of the whole treat yourself, don't they, though? They're like, oh, we, we say treat ourselves even when nothing really bad has happened. But I think that's okay as well. You don't have to just treat yourself when you're miserable. Mm. Don't punish yourself because you're feeling mm. good. Steph, what's, what's yours? So mine is, I just want to say something. This <laughs> might come in handy to you. It might not. But what I want to say is if you work somewhere where there is a staff room, and that's where you have your lunch. I want you to know that if you want some me time, it's okay not to talk yeah. to anyone. That is okay. I've um, never talked recently, to anyone in the staff I used to room. always feel the pressure to have to say, hello, how was your day? Blah, 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 blah. Be friendly. Say hi. But then it's okay to sit down and plug your headphones in and do whatever you want. I am telling you, Stephanie... That you are allowed to do that and not feel <laughs> guilty. That is my happy this is a happy recommendation to yourself. To 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 myself. I to, just because recently I feel like I've been allowed to do that, and I think it's because of social distancing. Um, yeah. But it's again like it's nothing personal to anyone. I just no. need that time to to detox. It's, like it's not. You personal, talk to but... people at work, and so lunchtime. You know, especially for people who need to socially take breaks and stuff this is the time to have a social recharge sit down just be with yourself i do that all the time exactly but like and i totally get that some people some people relax by sitting down and having a chat with someone about their day like i totally get that but if you're not one of those people do not feel guilty and that is my happy recommendation to you love it i like that nice (laughs) love that and what about you stanen well, I it's this is coming off of kind of when we did a very drunken um, <laughs> uh, live uh, Instagram live thing, and someone asked how how do you sleep when you're anxious? I have re- I'm really bad at sleeping and have like struggled with you know possible insomnia. I haven't really you know I'm, I'm using that word lightly, but like I you know have like weeks and weeks of just no sleep. And um, I've kind of gotten into a really good bedroom routine, a bedtime routine. And I think like whatever it is that suits people, they should do it. But my bedtime routine, right, has has just done wonders for my sleep. And I want to share it with people in case it works for them. 
So I just bought, uh, and this was like, I got like an Amazon voucher for my birthday, and I bought, what's it called? It's just like air purifier. Yeah, air purifier. But you know, you I put was like, there. That, that was a fire. good guess, Steph. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was she was there when I told her where I was what I was getting. Ah. Um, I've well, seen it in you, person. You know, you put water in Un- it. Unfair advantage. <laughs> <laughs> you put water in it, and then you put like essential oils, right? And mm. then, so I put like lavender, put lavender, it's next to my bed, and then it just like blows out like this cold, like purified air that smells like lavender. And whilst I do that, mm. I sit in my bed and I drink my chamomile and honey tea, right? That's my routine. That's all I do. That sounds and like sleepy stuff. It literally, nice. I drink yeah. my tea, mm. I have my lavender smell, like, you know, covering the air. And like I finish my tea and I literally brush my teeth, go back to bed and like crash. It works perfectly. Oh. Anyway, that's that is the end of this lovely episode. Um, <laughs> right on schedule. <laughs> right on, on schedule. schedule. Uh, I love a schedule. <laughs> thank love you schedule. so much, Dylan, for coming. Yeah, again. thank you so much. Such a treat. Such, Such a for coming treat. on. Um, Hopefully, this one works. You will probably be on again <laughs> at another point uh, because yeah, you know we say sure. we're going to have new guests on here, but who do we know? We don't know anyone. Yeah. Uh, you've, you've ran out yeah. you've ran out of guests out of people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway uh and to you guys at home thank you so much for listening oh dylan dylan yeah is there yeah, anything hello. you would like is there anything you'd like to plug uh well i will plug a couple of things uh i uh might have mentioned it last time you can still go and watch our sherlock holmes comedy adventure really? on youtube yes. please do go and watch it if you've not seen it it's lots of fun um, shared it on our instagram is, uh, i think so if people are oh just marvelous have a look on thank the instagram, you instagram it's there um, and I did do, I did do, I know uh, perhaps there's some crossover, maybe some of you are doing it. I did do Mockbusters. I did that with, with oh, our yeah, friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mockbusters. I so did it as well. Yeah. Go, go <laughs> listen on. to that. They do, they do yeah. hilarious work. So, so really um, me and Steph have both done it. So if you like us, uh, then, then go do that. Uh, <laughs> that's lots of fun. There is, there is, there is something I'm going to be in, which, ha- which has already had a series out already, which is a, which is an audio comedy uh, called Crumble Flan. It's written by Ooh. my friend Callum Callum Hale, who is um, who is a genius writer. Um, to give you some background on it, uh, it is um, it is set in a medieval hamlet village type Ooh. thing called Crumble Flan, and uh, and they have a, a, an outbreak of plague, and it's about them dealing with the. <laughs> With the virus outbreak. Oh, interesting! So, oh, very relatable. Um, and <laughs> and it's lots. So it's very topical, uh, but it's lots of fun, and it's right. got mad characters in it. So if you like mad characters Amazing. and silly voices, then uh, go listen to that. I think it's on Podbean, and on something else as well. <laughs> but you can uh, and on YouTube, but you can find it there. Okay. It's called Crumble Flan. It's lots of Yay. fun. And of course, if you could rate, share, and subscribe to our podcast, that would be so helpful. So, so helpful if you can rate us on Apple iTunes. It really boosts up the, the podcast. Um, and if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, you're always more than welcome to email us on gotbaggagepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at gbaggagepodcast or on Instagram at gotbaggagepodcast. And we wish you all a very safe journey into next week. See you then. 
Bye. Bye. So just stay seated with your belts buckled because he said this is going to be terrible.